The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is a true radio show. Uh, probably at the break, I want to make sure this is okay with my engineer because I uh, didn't get a chance to chat with him first. But I will give out a number if anybody wants to call in and give me your opinion. Uh, and uh, we welcome your opinion. I don't normally do that, but this is uh, coming from my heart today. And I really want to share that I am very, very concerned with the State of the Union, okay? And that doesn't have anything to do with our president. What what I'm talking about here is big dollar crime in Southern California. And uh, it is all very disturbing to me. And I, I really want to share with you, maybe from a different perspective than you might have previously thought. You see, I'm known for my research. I have been researching sex crimes, uh, child pornography, social media exploitation, sextortion, labor trafficking, sex trafficking, that kind of thing for, well, right at 12 years now. It's hard to believe. I've looked at tens of thousands of cases. And one of the things that I have learned as I've done this is that most of us, process the criminal activity going on in our community, and and as you should, perhaps, with an idea of, well, this happened today, and we dismiss it in our mind, and we don't see a cumulative effect of it. And uh, we have, uh, once in a while, we'll see a big bust of some sort of crime, and then we'll go, wow, that's awful. And you put that away, and you move on. And I get that that's one way to do that, and, and that's okay in the normal course of things. But I don't think anybody is really looking at the the impact of major, major, big-dollar crime that is taking place here in Southern California. Interesting enough, as I've been researching for the show and putting this together, I woke up to a headline this morning. Uh, actually, I saw it late last night. Gave me a chance to sleep on it all night. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Anyway, Los Angeles City Council cuts $150 million from the LAPD budget to fund community programs. Well, community programs are important and they're good, and I get what they're doing. But I also get that I am very concerned about what is taking place across the nation and cutting these law enforcement budgets. Um, Many of you know, who know me, know that I am a fan of law enforcement. I work with these people. Are there some bad cops? You bet. There's bad teachers. There's bad pastors. There's bad dog catchers. (laughs) 
Okay, BTK was a dog catcher. So are we going to defund all the dog catchers across the world? You know, this does not make any sense to me because of the fact that they're completely, in my generation, there was a term called throwing the baby out with the bath. That's what is happening here is that, okay, we, we have some problem. We do. And we need to acknowledge that. I get that. But that is not to absolutely do away with the rule of law or the chain of evidence or the infrastructure it takes to keep you and your community safe. So, I live in Southern California since this is a global show. I live outside of Los Angeles, about 60 miles east of Los Angeles, about 90 miles north of uh, San Diego to give you a feel for that. And so... I'm very, very proud to work with our law enforcement agency out here. We have a relatively new sheriff. He's about a a year into his service and uh, doing a a fantastic job. I hope to heck they don't cut anything from them uh, because I think that they are – Uh, the kinds of people that you can be proud to have law enforcement. You see, I've been saying for some time that when you do away with the rule of law and uh, this due process, you really are going to lose your society. I have said that for quite a long time. When, uh, When California became a sanctuary state, that is in many ways doing away with the rule of law because of the fact that we have a governor, nobody voted on it, uh, or like that, we had a governor, who our previous governor, although this one also enforces it, that says, okay, there are some federal laws that you have to follow, most of them, but we're not going to follow that law about immigration. And the minute that you do away with the rule of law, then you lose law and order in your community, and things start to deteriorate. So I want to, uh, and I'm not here to suggest that the cases that I'm coming in and I'm going to share with you are um, just about, you know, the fact that we have had an open border, but I want you to see just how large these cases are. You see, I see them on a cumulative effect, and I want you today in sharing with me to do that. So I'm going to first take you into some pot crimes. This really was where it got started. California became a legal uh, pot state a couple of years ago. But since then, that did not stop all the illegal pot growing. I think some of the people who voted for that law thought that that it might. But it just simply did not. This started for me uh, in a big bus that they had out in uh, San Jacinto. That's a little sleepy town. I'm looking for my notes on that uh, particular bus here. That's a little sleepy town outside of uh, where I live. And it was a very impressive bust. I, I don't have my notes on it right now. I'll come across it at a break. But uh, 1.7 million in electric stealing uh, just to run this. It's, it was a fascinating deal because it was ran by people who appear to be from China. It, they were of Asian descent. And I think from the names, they, they were Chinese. Um, and there were a lot of them. This was a track house in a common community, uh, the typical California track house, the house probably wasn't more than 
80 feet from each other, maybe 100 feet from each other, two-story house, even had some children's play equipment in the bag. And they walked out of there with over a million dollars in dollar bills of some, of some denomination. And it's a fascinating thing when you look at it because you start to realize this is taking place in anybody's community. It's a health hazard. It's a fire hazard. Every square inch of this two-story track house was full of pot. Had about, I believe the number was 1.7 million in uh, in uh pot, illegal pot in it. And many people were operating it. This is taking place in a community where little kids are playing in the street. And it was a massive takedown. Now, this was a multi-county deal. And I give our officers credit because it takes time to discover one of these rings. Now, prior to that, they had discovered a couple of others out in San Jacinto. And this one was Roland Heights. Uh, that it originated. They found one out in Eastvale. Now, those of you that are overseas, that won't mean anything to you, but it's all within a 30 to 50 mile radius that these rings are growing huge amounts of pot. Now, I believe that this is going on. In these cases, they're all ran by Asians. And that is not a racial thing in any way. I know a lot of really fine folks from China and and Taiwan and a whole bunch from Cambodia and and like that. But my point is, it's a foreign element that comes into our community. It is organized crime, absolute organized crime. Uh, It is cartel driven. It is about money laundering. When you come out of there with a million dollars in cash that are in plastic bags, this is about taking money, putting it together, selling pot, and getting that money going back to China. And it is taking place in your community. And they're not, these aren't just one offs. They're uh, here in Riverside County, I can't remember, but we've had six or seven of these, thanks to uh, Sheriff Bianco, uh, that is really out there you know, taking these things on. But it's more important for us to understand that if you defund that law enforcement, you're going to have this kind of element in your community because there will not be the money to go in and find these rings. These rings take a lot of time to put together. It isn't, you know, they're pretty impressive when all the SWAT just goes into the house, but you don't see all the back work that it took. Many times these investigations go on for eight, ten months, uh, a year, a year and a half in some of these, especially as we get into these sex trafficking rings in the next section, you will see that these are not easy rings to to uh, to find and uh, prosecute and investigate. And it takes literally thousands of man hours listing in on jail calls, uh, doing undercover work, doing undercover buys. In the case of sex trafficking, making undercover dates and uh, starting to find out who was the organizer of these and who's behind it. What you're about to find out is right there in your community are literally organizations that are processing tens of millions of dollars, and it's going back to Thailand or it's going back to uh, to mainland China, and it is taking place in your community around your children, and it is your community law enforcement working with FBI and Homeland Security that puts in the hundreds of thousands of hours to get these rings. So in the next section... I'm going to give you a call-in number as soon as I clear it with my engineer, but I want to give you several sex trafficking rings 
that were operated right here in your community where they were so large, they had over 50 different bank accounts where the money was being laundered and more important, they were calling into a telemarketing center to make a date. So be with me, stay with me here. We'll be right back. We're up against that break. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes and Te- Crimes Against Humanity. Almost gave you the wrong show. We'll be right back. <laughs> Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you want to call in, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5787. Now, I don't normally give that number out, so I'm not really expecting anybody today. But if you want to, you are welcome to. Maybe we'll change our format here. 1-866-472-5787. Organized crime, sex trafficking rings, and illegal pot grows all have one thing in common, and that is money laundering, and it is taking place in your neighborhood. On a big scale, few people that live in Southern California are aware of just how close they are to big dollar crime. So over the next three segments here, I want to share with you some of the big dollar rings, other than just the pot rings that I was sharing with you, that are taking place in your community. We're going to look at four very large sex trafficking rings. We're going to look at a big, massive money laundering ring that involved people from India, the Sinaloa cartel, the Southern California El Monte people, and the Canadians all taking place in your community. If I get a chance, I want to also, right here in Riverside area, I want to talk about uh, wire fraud charges involved in a Ponzi scheme that took over $10 million out of our community. And one more is aid indicted in $123 million Southern California workers' comp scam where the money is taken out. So these are large agencies that are sucking out millions of dollars from your community, but more important, they're putting you and your families at risk. And if we don't have law enforcement to take this on, this is the kind of thing that is not like a one-week investigation. These things go on for years and years. And when you cut $150 million out of a budget in a police department, I'm going to tell you, you are not going to have these long-term, deep-involved investigations. You simply will not have the manpower. You will be reduced to playing the visible whack-a-mole of crime on your street and will not see that underground activity that is taking place that will endanger your life and the future of your children. Okay, I'm going to get started here. Jerry Wang. Jerry Wang ran. uh, He was the first one of mine. Uh, Those of you that have been through my trainings, and I've given a lot of them online lately, um, know that he ran a large-scale ring out of San Gabriel. And San Gabriel's an area now where they have all of these uh, uh, migrants, uh, immigrants coming in and staying. Too many of the apartment buildings are being turned into temporary housing for people that are coming in. And uh, they exploit their own, by the way, in those those communities. You might want to look into uh, and Google on YouTube uh, San Gabriel and uh Uh, Chinese immigrant housing and look at some of those YouTubes and educate yourself about that. In this case, there were five of them living in an apartment over in San Gabriel. Uh, A couple of them were related. There were three men, two women. Uh, The girlfriend actually 
kind of ran the ring. Jerry was in charge of it. And his sister was doing the money laundering. This thing went all the way out, all the way up to like towards Santa Barbara, Ventura, all the way out here towards Palm Springs and down to San Diego. And they would bring in people legally and put them out for commercial sex. And they would advertise them on those commercial sex ads. So people need to understand, you know, there's a big push in California to legalize prostitution. That is not going to make these people any safer. People like Jerry Wang bring in foreign nationals. They tricked them. They thought they were coming in for school. They came in on school visas, on student visas. And then they were put out for forced sex. They were The women was forced, were forced, excuse me, to uh, pay for their driver, their ad, the hotel, and everything that happened. I share that because... People will tell you, well, these girls are there willingly, and it's not sex trafficking. They're adults. These women were not there willingly. How big was this? This thing was so large that when you, the sex buyer, made your date with the next girl up in one of those ads, you literally got a telemarketing center. That's right, a telemarketing center. The, The girlfriend was a dispatcher. And she would advertise girls all up and down California, and then you would set up the date, and they would send the next girl out. And all that money, the girl never got to keep the money. The girl that was having the sex, she didn't get to keep that money. In fact, she was charged with the driver, the apartment, or the hotel, and the ad. And so at the end of the day, she not only had been exploited, she was exploited once she hit American soil because they promised her to go to school, but now she's in forced prostitution. She's having to turn over everything she makes and more. She's charged. She will never be free. This is all about making a lot of money and sending it back to China. And that was what was happening here. They have 50 different bank accounts in nine different banks here in Southern California. And the, the sister was buying and selling real estate. So what do we do about this? We say, oh, my gosh, this is awful. It is awful. People like myself sit here and understand what's happening. And then we began to educate realtors and we educate escrow officers and title companies and banks and bank chains so they understand. We also uh, educate casinos. Casinos are very dedicated to not being used for money laundering. But people like that will walk in with a bag of cash and start buying poker poker chips or um, uh, what do you call them, slots. And you, I have to tell you, I've worked with several casinos in Southern California. They do not appreciate crime. They will not allow that in their area. They have huge commitment to keeping it safe and to keeping your kids safe in your community. They donate dollars out there. And so, you know, the, while I'm not here to suggest that you go out and become a compulsive gambler, what I want you to see is there are many ways this is taking place in your community where they're trying to suck the money out of your community by selling you illicit sex and then sending that money back to China. This one really got my attention. This is from Temecula area, but the sex selling was taking place in Oregon, Washington, Vancouver, and Australia. And what would happen is they would put out those ads on supermatchescorts.com, which fortunately has been shut down. And again, you call up to make your date and you get a telemarketing center in Temecula, California. That's about 60 miles north of San Diego. So sex selling taking place in Oregon, Washington, Vancouver, 
And uh, the date arrangement is taking place in Southern California. Again, this is a huge ring. It's organized crime. This is black market, underground kind of thing. And it is all about sucking the money out of your community, using people to do so, and being able to send that money back to foreign nations. Here's one from Thailand that took place in Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Washington, Chicago, Las Vegas, Dallas, Atlanta, and Honolulu. And these were women from Thailand who were brought in. They also were in debt bondage. Many of these women, after being forced into forced prostitution for over a year, owed their captor more than $60,000. Are you starting to get the ring of money that is taking place here? They're not only taking your money, they're taking the money of the people they are exploiting, and you are the one that is going in there doing that sex buying in your local Thai massage parlor here in Southern California or maybe in Chicago or Minneapolis, and that money is going back to a Bangkok cartel and also to Belgium. This is being operated by a huge organized crime ring out of Bangkok. And it's all about criminal enterprise. These women were highly, highly violated. They, they were beat up. They were, they were uh, and the same was true, by the way, of the Jerry Wang one. So what I, what I want to share with you, there's a, one more I'll just throw in here. Sophia Navas, she operated out of Chino Hills, California. Her and her daughters, this is a family. How do you like, how, how do you like mom like that, you know? <laughs> mom and daughter are running this thing. This is absolutely disgusting. It is ran out of a beautiful beautiful townhome in Irvine. Also, they're sending them off to the oil fields back in North Dakota. They had $1.5 million when they picked them up. When they picked them up, there were law enforcement found two mattresses inside a beautiful Irvine townhome, along with a line of men waiting to have sex with three women. Now, what kind of man waits in line with a bunch of other men to go into a townhouse to have sex with with three women? This is not what you call pretty woman and Richard Gere and what's her name? Julia Roberts, okay? These women were for China and Korea. They had over 20,000 sex ads out there on Backpage, 20,000 sex ads. Do you know how much sex that is? Do you know how much abuse in this particular case? This is not sex like you and I know it. This is paid for sex by organi- or put together by organized crime. These women were beaten. They were burned. They were beaten by the men who bought the sex. This is absolutely disgusting stuff and taking place in your community. In the end... More than $1.5 million in cash came out of that. And again, that money is all going back, in this case, to China. And so what I want you to see is this is big, big crime taking place under your nose in your community where people are being violated and we all turn and look at the other way because most of the time this has to do with people who don't speak English and we don't know anything about them. And in the meantime, instead of being able to fund this more so that we can keep it up, people like LAPD just cut one point one 
$150 million from their law enforcement budget. How much undercover work do you think they're going to be able to do without being funded? This is a crazy time in our society. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, and we hope that you'll stay with us, and we're going to be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O P A L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We're talking about big dollar crime in your neighborhood. And this all comes down to money laundering it is really where it's at. And it's taking place right there in your community. I, I was just uh, 
in awe as I was watching with Sheriff Bianco as he went out to this little town of San Jacinto and was walking, having his guys walk out of there with a million dollars in cash and realizing that just out of one house, they were able to generate that. Now, it did cover a five-county area and its multiple facilities, but that happened to be where they were stashing that money. And uh, one of the things I really want to point to you is to help you understand this is all about organized crime in your community. Uh, One of the things that I often talk about is that we've had several raids right here in Riverside and San Bernardino area. Now, we have very large counties, okay, but there have been, uh, I'm just doing this off the top of my head, but, you know, up in Victorville, they had over a million dollars in uh, pot from from a cartel there. They had uh, a big one out of him at Paris last year that had over a million dollars of money laundering based on uh, drug Uh, selling and manufacturing. One of the things that we are seeing is because of the COVID, um, the uh, COVID, I'm so tired of COVID, (laughs) you know, anyway, sorry. Because of the COVID shutdown, one of the things that's really happening is they seem to finally get a handle on not letting people across the border and the cartels are really hurting down there. So they're having to do a lot more sex trafficking south of the border and then more of it up here and also more pot growing and more drug making up here because of the fact that they can't get it across the border. So you are seeing these big rings take place and, uh, uh, you know, the Sinaloa cartels, one of them, the Sirenias, the Mexican Mafia, that uh, the Chinese cartels. Uh, in most of these that I'm looking at here are the Thai cartels, uh, Bangkok, uh, Chinese cartels. I mean, there's a lot of talk about the Mexican cartels in Southern California, but most of these cases are, are related around coming out of Thailand or China or uh, those kinds of things. One of the... Uh, the uh, things that I often talk about in the Jerry Wang case is how they did their money laundering. And when I go in and train financial institutions or casinos or uh, people like that, we talk about how this all took place. This this happens because they create multiple bank accounts. In their case, they had over 50 accounts that they were buying real estate, selling real estate, making deposits, uh, you know, uh, appearing and probably there's some car transactions in here all the different uh, shell companies that they operated on uh, when I train uh, realtors we talk about you know all of a sudden these people are taking back and giving personal notes in a real estate transaction and then that piece of real estate turns over fairly quickly you begin to start to see that if you have a lot of cash transactions taking place here that maybe these are not legitimate but realtors of course like uh, like uh, to buy and sell houses. And so they get involved in all this without realizing that they're being used in it. And banks really have to watch that on how that works. It is an absolute ring. This is organized crime that you are dealing with and you're dealing with it in your community. While I was studying um, money laundering, I've been trying to get a handle on all that, how it works with sex crime, since that's usually what I work with. And uh, and it's kind of a fascinating thing when you because you don't think of sex crimes as being money laundering, but they are absolutely huge rings, 
and usually involving foreign nationals of various descents. Uh, this particular ring was out of uh, over by El Monte, which is just right outside of L.A., and it was uh, the, what they call the Hawala uh, kind of uh, money laundering that's based on trust. In other words, you don't have legal documentation going back and forth. All you have to do is not deliver your end of the money. They don't need documentation. They'll they'll personally take you out, okay? But in this particular one, it got my attention because of the fact that it involved people from India, people from uh, Mexico, people from Canada, and people from the U.S., and it was all about money laundering for the Sinaloa cartel. So you're, as law enforcement, and this is taking place right here in Southern California in your community, uh, it's widely, those systems are widely used by people from Afghanistan and India. But now they're operating out of Canada and the U.S. with the Sinaloa cartel and other Mexican drug organizations recognized an avenue for large sums of money that arose from drug sales were being laundered through businesses. And so this indictment that came in, uh, I cannot say his name. I'm going to give it a shot because I'm I'm really, really bad at names. It looks like... Uh, Ishpunani, Ishpunani uh, was a main character out of this, out of L.A., uh, in a federal courtroom uh, for laundering more than $4.5 million in narcotics proceeds from drug sales in Canada and the U.S. And in this case, I'm going to say alleged because I'm not sure that all the charges are doing have gone here. But in this case... It was moving a large amount of money from drug sales derived right here in your community and in Canada back to the Sinaloa cartel in Mexico. And this is taking place in your community. I want to say uh, Canada confirmed that he had received money from traffickers. His partners in Los Angeles packed $522,000 in two cardboard boxes and drove to meet a drug courier in a parking lot in Alhambra. The two men then drove to a nearby religious temple. Do not be deceived. They run brothels in the bottom of churches and they run money laundering out of religious temples. And uh, so do we start defunding them? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, uh, when they handed over the cash, a day after the first bundle of cash was moved, the same Hawala, I can't say that word, People from that do Hawala uh, arranged for another six hundred thousand to be dispersed in Los Angeles to the courier. The courier also picked up drugs from the cartel stash house in the region, that's Alhambra, and delivered them to other suspects for transport back to Canada, according to the uh, indictment from someone from Carlsbad. Uh, In this case, uh, the leader of the group orchestrated a $400,000 transfer between Canada and drug traffickers in L.A. They accused him of arranging for another man to pay a man for transporting cocaine and meth on behalf of the traffickers. 
what I want you to see is this is right here in our communities. These are people that we go to dinner with, okay, that we see out in our community. These are people who live amongst us, and that money is being transferred around. Now, how long will it take for law enforcement to investigate this crime? A long, long time. I I don't have it right in front of me, but I can guarantee you this was more than a year in the investigation, probably two. When you cut $150 million out of a law enforcement budget, you may think that you've equalized the, the, uh, the community, but you have not. You have put that community in greater danger because already this is not playing whack-a-mole with street crime. These kinds of crimes are huge. They will change your life. They feed cartels, and it is happening in your community. As we come back, I'm going to tell you about two more cases that took place here in Southern California. One of them is a wire fraud uh, kind of thing on the elderly with $10 million in it. And another possible one with $123 million in a workers' comp scam. Again, these are all about the money. My name is Opal Singleton, and this show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We normally combat sex crimes, and that is what we're all about. I am a post-certified law enforcement trainer. That is why I study all of these cases, because I look for trends. And the trend I am seeing in our community just scares the living socks off me. Because we are doing more and more to empower criminal activity. We are weakening the rule of law and the enforcement of the rule of law at the same time that we're starting to let out thousands of people out early out of our prisons. And this is taking place while we're defunding law enforcement. Somebody out there explain to me how this is going to get better. It isn't going to get better. The crime you might see on the surface, maybe or maybe not. But what you're going to see are these large-scale cartels are going to have free reign to operate in your community, suck the cash out, so that you won't have future cash to, to be able to pay your law enforcement. We are headed in the wrong direction, in my opinion, because we have to make a commitment to take on these crimes. And we need to support our law enforcement to do it. Do we need to prosecute bad cops? Absolutely. I don't have any problem whatsoever. But I am not for taking 98% of a good quality law enforcement and defund them so that we can get even. That does not make sense to me. You will pay the price in your community because these crimes will not be solved. They will not be prosecuted. They will not be investigated. They're simply will not be the financial resources to investigate and to invest in technology, manpower, and all that it takes to get a prosecution, to get them caught, to get them through court, and make them pay the price so that your community is safer. This is going in the wrong direction, according to what I'm reading here. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so stay with me. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I was talking to my producer at break. We were talking about the uh, the cartels down in Mexico and how in some of those states, it, you know, they've lost absolute control. They are absolutely controlled by the cartels. And uh, he was telling me about a, a video that he saw where a police chief or you know, a police chief's uh, car was just riddled with bullets. That is what happens when you lose the rule of law. When law enforcement is defunded, and when you don't have the rule of law, that law and order where people are prosecuted and charged and that you can maintain. I have often maintained that what makes America so important and so uh, much stronger than other nations around the world is that early on we took on organized crime way back in the 20s and the 30s with Elliot Ness and all those people, you know, and uh, I can't even think of his name, Al Capone and all those people. They went in and said that America will be a country where we can have a middle class and that we will protect those people and we will have law and order. Otherwise, you become countries like like what is taking place in South America, where you can't have middle class, you start paying off everybody, you start selling uh, your product and making some money, they come in and they want a fee, they want protection money. And the next thing you know, the only way to survive is they own you and they own your company and you do not have a middle class. That is why so many of these countries cannot get ahead is that the cartel ends up controlling it and taking all the money. And so we have to think this out on what is taking place because we have this large-scale crime and it is taking place under our noses and the money is being sucked out of our community and going back to cartels around the world if we don't have law enforcement that goes out and investigates it and gets it to court and have a strong district attorney like our own Mike Hestron down here that is willing to prosecute and do what it needs to do so that you can maintain your life and you can maintain your lifestyle. I'm going to give you two more cases that have taken place. These are kind of boring cases. They're not sex. They're not drugs, but they are important cases. This one here is this month. Uh, Inland, oh, I guess we changed months. It's last month. Uh, Inland Empire man arrested on wire fraud charge that he engineered $10 million in a Ponzi scheme targeting elderly and retired uh, people. In this case, uh, he's arrested, so this is alleged until the court is over. But uh, it says Paul Smith of Moreno Valley. Uh, in here is from at least 2013 till now. That's seven years. So just imagine the amount of investigation this took. And on top of it, it's kind of a boring crime. So you don't know, you know, it's hard to track. Smith offered 75 of his client an investment he called North Star, a private annuity contract. So it takes a while before you realize that you got duped on it. Smith used his investors' money as lulling payments to early investors. In other words, he would get money from new investors to pay old investors because he had spent the old investors' money. He advertised himself on a website as a senior uh, planner. 
and so it tells about these wonderful, sweet little old lady, 70-year-old lady from their church who wrote a $175,000 check. Here's an 86-year-old lady who had known him for years and put in almost 170000 And so as you start to find out, these victims have transformed more than $10 million to his business entities, and it's possible that this goes back much uh, further, that's ten million dollars going through a local community preying on elderly people. If you didn't have law enforcement and prosecutors willing to to do the dry work of following the money, you would not be having that man arrested, and he would be doing the same thing for a long time. Here is eight indicted in a hundred and twenty-three million dollars Southern California worker comp scam. This is Rancho Cucamonga Blue Oak Medical Group. They're charged with count, multiple counts of conspiracy, healthcare fraud, money laundering, and sentence-enhancing white-collar crime. What happened in this is they would create fake accounts having to do with pharma, uh, pharmaceuticals. Uh, took place in Orange Riverside in San Bernardino County. He had sham clinics that processed thousands of patients, most of whom were prescribed high cocktails of unnecessary medications. They had all kinds of shell corporations disperse funds in the cohorts. Um, the pharmacist allegedly directed the fraudulent operation. It included someone here in California, but it also included people from, uh, I believe, the UAE is where this is from. So the money was leaving Riverside and L.A. County and was going back to Middle East and Europe as well as California to the tune of $123 million. Here's my point. It doesn't matter if it's sex trafficking, whether it's illegal drug growing, you know, pot growing, whether it's the movement of drugs, whether it's the matter of processing uh, money for drug dealers out of Canada that go to Mexico. It doesn't matter if you're stealing money from little old ladies. It doesn't matter if it's a foreign sex workers program, whether it's Thailand, China, Vietnam, Laos, or where it's from. Those people are being exploited, and they're exploited in your community. And it's to the tunes of tens of millions of dollars that are leaving your community where people are being exploited, where they're being threatened, where they're being controlled by the cartel. And your life is not safer as long as they're there. And the the lives of your children are not safer if you have an illegal pot grow going in your community. And quite frankly, they are sucking millions of dollars out of our community that is now going to a foreign country all the time that we're cutting $150 million out of a police budget. This is an insane time. We have to understand who we are and what we stand for and how we're going to take it on. And the way you take it on is to educate yourself. I want to thank you for listening to the show. I want to thank you for following it and sharing it with anyone you know. These shows are all archived at exploitedcrimes.com, exploitedcrimes.com. Please go there, go to listen, go all the way down, and, and you will see the last episode of this show. 
Share it with anyone that you know. You can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. I would appreciate it. And if any of you have it in your heart, these are tough times for a nonprofit, especially this little nonprofit. We are struggling with this COVID thing, and now they're shutting stuff back down again. Here we go. You know, we make our, our support, our financial income from making public presentations, selling books. By the way, if you want to buy our books, go to meandkids.org, go to on there to the store, and I will sign them and send them to you. That's how you can support us, or you can send us a donation at millionkids.org. Go to millionkids.org. You can hit that donate button or get the P.O. box to mail it in. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. This is Opal Singleton, Crimes Against Humanity. I hope you'll join us next Thursday morning at 7 a.m. on Voice America Variety Channel. You folks have a great week. Take good care of each other. Give your kids a hug. Tell them you love them. Have a great week. you for tuning in this week to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.